Why am I trying so hard with this woman? And really, what do all these women see in her? Hello and welcome to Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. What do they see in her, I have no idea, Nathan. I have no godly, earthly, whatever the word is, idea. Do you know uh, what it I, must be fair. Do you, know what I, be. do you know what I do see in her? The fact that in the first scene she's wearing Balenciaga stilettos. Like, oh, is, that the, is that the green tracksuit that yes, looks like Yes, the green fluoro um, still pumps, the shoes she was wearing. They're Balenciaga. Miss, I've got mm-hmm. no money, but I'm wearing $1,000 fucking heels that look brand Even spanky. Even Balenciaga makes mistakes. They look brand – no, I really like them, but they look Ugh. they look brand spanking new. They want to scuff on those. Yes, she is duplicitous. She's a liar. She's an agro monster. The list goes on and on, doesn't it? It so really does. She shared a post on her Insta. She put it on her stories. Oh, I saw that. The gorgeous photo of her where someone commented that the way that Ronald Richards was going at her, they said, this is exactly how Christ died. It, 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 is, it isn't, actually. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not religious, but I get the sentiment. Why is she uh, sharing this? Is she kidding? She's a fuckwit. She's such a maroon, honestly. I just can't not, with this woman. I'm not for executions, but, I mean, <laughs> if we had to crucify someone. Yeah, that's the thing. Speaking of Christ. <laughs> oh, you're too funny. I love it. Oh, Look, season finale. It's been a long winter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Gosh, it's been an amazing season. It has. It has been. Apparently, we have to say thank you to Erica Jane. That's what she said. Oh, my God. Well, see, I don't know. I think she's doing too much patting herself on the back, being like, I showed up. I was honest. Oh. I showed up. And I was like, well, you know what? You you did. You did, and I'm grateful. But you could have, I don't know, been a lot more forthcoming. Uh, miss, I told the truth, blah, blah, blah. No, you didn't. You told half-truths. It was. It's still confusing. This is why we need a four-part reunion. Yeah, and, like, you showed up, but no one but Sutton and Garcelle were asking any questions. Yep. And you shut that down pretty quick. So it's not like you really got the full fire. No, not at all. Speaking of reunions, you (gasps) you sent me the preview clip. Thank you. I watched it immediately. I watched it so many times. Her face... When she, when it was puffy, I'm like, is your face puffy because of the filler you just got, or is your face puffy from all of the booze and crying you did the night before reunion? I know the puffy mess. She should rename herself. Ouch. She, she didn't look great. She was looking her age, man. I don't want to say I feel for her then, but I could see it. And you know what? A lot of the girls were looking a bit odd. Kyle's hair. Yeah. She looks like she was from like 10 Things I Hate About You, like a 90s <laughs> movie or something with little hair clips and things. Oh, she always and looks she, woeful. And her boobs were seat belted. Yeah, I don't get it. Kyle always <laughs> tries to bring it and she does not bring it. Bring no, it, she does not. Andy Cohen's bringing it. He, he woke up. Well, I don't know, was it Andy or was it, or was it the bosses going, you need to finally bring it? I don't know. Or maybe... Well, whatever it was, thank God. Because that trailer of him going at her... Yes. Fantastic. I know. I really... Um, now that we know for sure that Kyle told Rinna and Andy about the Girardi no money rumours, we know that mm-hmm. for a fact. Andy said it on uh, Watch What Happens Live. So yeah. why is Kyle acting so shocked? I want that to be a question. Why are you so shocked? 
apparently you knew. Because she's a fake ass bitch. Oh, ready? Goodbye, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I'm so proud of myself for getting that done. <laughs> if only I could remember just, which button was what. She's such a producer, and it's she like, does. take a step back for a second. Very, very good point. She does. She really does. Maybe that's why she wears those god awful suits all the time. Maybe. Mm. All right, season finale New Year Old Grudges. I mean, <laughs> standard, but I was happy with it. Yeah, I'm just happy to be there. Yeah, me too. And so I was just saying to you, Nathan, before we started recording, that I, when they have the intros and the previously on, I never watch them. I just skip, skip, skip. But because it was the season finale, I watched it. And it reminded me that the first little scene was when the ladies were at Kyle's and she had the nose bandage on from her nose job. And I was like, fuck, uh-huh. that happened so long ago. And then, of course, the love of Sutton started with those um, – Jealous of what? Your ugly leather pants, good times. And then mm-hmm. all the Kathy. The first being, who is Hunky Dory? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Dun, 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 dun. I love the music too. So, who is Hunky Dory? We got the fan. We got the drinking the Red Bull, the dinner trays. Yeah. Oh. Thinking that Garcelle was Kyle. I thought you were Kyle. <laughs> the 10,000 tacos. Remember when she brought uh, those? When she said, um, I'm going to be having a gorilla. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And the camel toe. Yeah, and then thinking um, and calling Dorit her English friend. <laughs> 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 Who apparently Dorit has known for five years. When referring to Erica, she's like, I don't know her. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am so grateful for that woman. Oh, my God. There's more, honey. She's howling with Sue. She puts eardrops in her eyes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, got, we got the bottoms up with the water in the martini glass joke. Uh, that Who did that upset? Was that Sutton? Sutton. Yeah, bless. Yeah. Um, that was back when we weren't sluttons. Yeah. When she, when she calls Kyle after waking up at God knows what time in the afternoon for a straw, I need, I can't have a, my oh, shake yeah. without a straw. And then when she does the lipstick and misses the entire fight with Dorit and Garcelle, oh, I mean, woman. they're the ones that I remembered. I'm sure there's more. And also the, the lampshade hat that we get. And this that, episode. that was when that comes up. I, bol- uh, I put it in bold and all caps, lamp, uh, shade, hat. I tried to Google it. It's not anywhere yet. I want to know how much that fucking hat cost. Well, we saw that in the trailer yeah. the start, at the start of the season, and I've been waiting, I've been waiting, oh, waiting, and here it is. It is. I have to say it is definitely uglier than Rinna's bucket hats, but definitely way more iconic. Oh, totally. Oh, I'm obsessed. Obsessed. So after that, uh, I did mention Erica's Balenciaga stilettos. She's with mm. Crystal at the at a at the restaurant they're going to host the Chinese New Year, and we find out that it's the Kill Bill restaurant. Obsessed. Yeah. So cool. I thought that. Yeah. Was once she said that, I was like, Oh yeah, I can see that. So awesome. I love that movie. Love that scene. Oh my god. I was I was kind of fangirling in a weird way. It was strange. Um, and that's when Erica, when they're talking about Erica and Sutton, uh, she tells Crystal, she says it again, I'll remember who was with me and who was against me. Oh, Kim, I'm like, good luck with that when you're in prison for tax evasion, you dumb bitch. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) um, that's pretty much all that happens in that scene. 
the next scene, Kathy is at her spec house. Now, I'm so poor, I didn't know what a spec house was. So, what is it? A, oh, okay. You're you're poor like me. You don't know, or do you know? You probably know because no, you're a homeowner. Know. So basically, a spec house is a house that you build from the ground up, but you're planning to flip it and sell it straight away. Right. I tell you what, I would love a show of Kathy and Rick flipping houses. Oh my god, Devon. And she, but she says this is one of my projects. I'm like, fuck me, dead bitch. The house is apparently going to be worth fifty-two to fifty-three million dollars. Well, I've my cousin just sent me it on Zillow or oh, Willow, whatever yes. that thing is. Yeah, it's up. It's finished. And I was like, good for her for having a project that's actually finished by the time it airs on TV, unlike the one wet candle. Wait, I and should have a clapping thing on the soundboard. It's it's going for 55. Whoa. Well, that's what it's up for. Um, and that's beds, probably six, why they... 16 baths. 16 bathrooms. That's what I'm hearing. That's a fucking lot of bathrooms to clean, man. I would not want to have to be the housekeeper at that house. <laughs> that's a lot of poop to scoop. A lot of poop to scoop. I mean, it looks it looks fantastic. You'd only have to pay two hundred thirty seven thousand a month to afford it. <laughs> Whoa! And I mean, Sutton says I don't think I've ever felt so poor in my life. And this bitch had the money to loan Erica twenty five million dollars. <laughs> Remember yeah. when she says like that would have hurt? I'm thinking, what do you mean that would have hurt? You've got it to you've got it sitting there. Uh, yeah. I, uh, yeah, so I got distracted looking at the photos. I'll send you the link. It yes, looks great. please. And then There's I like, like a yoga room, a wine cellar, Crystal's basement wishes. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so funny. I just got that. Um, I love how production put three when Sutton was like, you could put three of my houses in this house, and they literally did it. Oh, my God, that was so yeah, cute. Yeah, that was cute. So cute, so cute. Uh, oh. I just, oh, I literally, my phone just bipped and I'm like, what the hell? And I realise it's you sending the little linky. So cute. Oh, my God, loves it. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it for that. I just wanted to talk about Kathy. If it was anyone else's house, I probably wouldn't have bothered, right? Yes. Oh, actually, I love how I go to move on and then remember something. <laughs> um, so this is the one where when Sutton arrives with her boot, one of the builders has to carry her up <gasps> the stairs. No, and- that was Adrian the butler. No, it said builder. I swear I read butler. Oh my and god! I was like that's a hot butler. Oh I my thought god, it builder said builder. <laughs> yeah, I think it's no, builder, I... not butler, babe. I wish oh it god. said butler. Who's got a butler on a house that's not finished? Only Kathy Hilton, so that makes sense. No, either of us could be right. Um, and what I did note, I'm like, is this the first time that anyone's done a scene with Kathy alone besides Kyle? And I was just thinking, sucked in, Dorit. I bet you're jealous. <laughs> That's all. Well, Dorit had the FaceTime where she wasn't listening. Correct. I'm thinking. Um, yeah, maybe. All that work that Dorit did carrying Kathy's suitcases up the stairs and Kathy's more inclined to be friends with Sutton. I love it. Well, it definitely does seem like on the socials and post-show interviews that it's Kathy... Garcelle and Sutton that are a little click. Yes, because, you know, when it comes to Erica, Kathy doesn't know her. So. <laughs> no, I'd be distancing myself too. Hell yes. I mean, it makes sense. Like, attach yourself to the actual rich one and the famous actor. So why not? Because, like, let's face it, she has actors in her orbit because Sutton's, like, besties with Jennifer Tilly. So, you know, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, the, the more we learn about Sutton's social circle, the yes. more intrigued I am getting with her. And I think we've not really got to see it much, but I get the impression that Sutton is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, you know, in you know, 
you got to be fun and kooky if you're friends with Jennifer Tilly, right? She she yeah. tends to play the characters that that are her. So, and I adore her. I think she's amazing. But yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. So next scene, we're moving on, and some of the ladies go out to dinner. It's Erica, Rinna, Dorit, and Kyle. So the four of the Fox Force Five. Um, mm. Kyle has a twenty two thousand five hundred dollar. US Hermes bag. And my I noticed that it went on a chair and I was like, no shit, it gets its own chair. And then, of course, the ladies comment on it. Yeah, Dorit doesn't. Well, no, but yes, she's so jealous. You can just see it. Um, Erica's braids in her hair, it did not work. I'm like, Mikey is not around right now, is he? Not much. We do see him later in the episode, but she, yeah, she Mikey's doing afford, half time. She can't afford Mikey no more. I'm just glad they didn't order hot toddies for once. Yeah, I know. Oh, what a relief that, that was. That reminds me. me. I was watching, and I know you're not into it, but I was watching Vanderpump Rules, uh-huh. and they made a comment about pickleball. I'm like, is this going to now oh, be enough. on? Is this going to now be on every fucking housewives? Is it the new goat yoga? I'd rather go no. back to that. Fucking pickleball. Yeah, me too. What is? Anyway, Kyle asks, well, she says, how is everybody? Because she says, I was scared to ask you to Erica. And Erica's like, there are days when I'm controlled and there are days when I want to punch everybody on the street. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, let's not forget, Erica, there are days when everyone on the street wants to punch you. That's sort of, that was my thought. What did you think mm-hmm. of that stupid comment she made? I just think, like, you, you've you admitted you've got anger issues. We get that you have anger issues, but I think maybe, like, don't joke about assaulting people on the street. Yes. And then Shady Boots Kyle tells uh, all of them that Sutton still thinks Eric is lying about the car accident. It's like, we fucking know. Snake. We know, Kyle. We know. Um, well, the thing is, Sutton stopped talking about it. They resolved things last episode, basically. Yeah. Yep. And, and Kyle, that's just acting like Sutton's still talking about it all the time, and I don't know if she is. No, I doubt it. When are, when are they together? If she – look, if they really were together, we would have had it. They would have done a little flashy to a few days ago, which they did a lot this episode. Mm. And then Erica goes, fuck that bitch. My story is true. Tom had an accident. And then she was like, he – um, and then she paused. Uh, it's like, oh, yeah, so true, you're umming and ahhing. I didn't see him for hours and my son helped me find Tom because Tom couldn't tell me where he was. Her son got off duty and came home and helped me find him. And you're going to tell me I'm lying, bitch, do you want to get socked in the mouth? Uh-huh. This is a new part of the story we've not heard and Kyle well, even says it in confessional. I was really confused because I was like, is she talking about the first? car accident where she did find him rather yeah. than the second car accident. What do you mean the sec- the second car accident was her son? Yes. But yeah. it's just like I feel like She's talking about Kyle... the Tom car accident. Yeah, but I feel like yeah, not the burglary one. Mm, mm. <laughs> but I feel like that they're they're both not that no one's on the same page here. No. I feel like she's interchanging between those two incidents. Oh. And I don't know if they're all keeping track. I mean Kyle apparently doesn't read any of the articles, so I doubt she's keeping track of anything. Can Kyle read? I don't know. She makes pretty kids. God bless. Um, oh, I can't wait to see her get murdered in Halloween. <laughs> I am lining up to the theatres. I'll probably just watch it on the YouTube afterward. <laughs> God, I'll buy the ticket ten times to see her get a hatchet through the head. She's probably in the movie for like 15 minutes, right? 
Yeah, totally. I've not Killed seen the, I've not seen the first one. I don't do scary movies, so I'll, like I said, I'll just watch her die on on the YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So that's when Kyle finally does say something to Erica's face, which is that Erica's Insta pics and um, captions are not helping her in the court of public opinion. Now, can you explain to me what this caption means? Because I do not understand. It's a picture of Erica lying down on a fur, hopefully faux fur, ruggy thing, and she and the caption says, "Got buffoons eating my pussy while I watch cartoons." Yeah, I think it's like a Nicki Minaj lyric or something, isn't it? Uh, I have no idea. I'm too yeah, old. I, I don't listen lyric. to the Nicki Minaj. I just look at her fashions yeah. and go, "Yes, please." Yeah. Right. I mean, and then Erica does this really weird, unnerving cackle and says she trolls the trolls. I'm like, bitch, I hope it's worth it because they're going to use all of this in court if they can. If there's any yeah. way that Ron Richards can use any of this, he will. And I don't know if that's effective trolling what you're doing. No. Like, just ignore the trolls. That's how you defeat a troll. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, look, there are some comedians like Ricky Gervais when he trolls the trolls. It's epic. It's everything I'm living mm. because he's fucking hilarious and he doesn't care. He's not emotionally drawn in. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I can't with this woman. I, I need that on a T-shirt. <laughs> Are you happy to move on? Have you got anything else? Nope. Okay. Realistically, we're moving on to Chinese New Year, but there is one little scene. Garcelle's in glam and she's telling her, one of the glam people, about the date that she went on with the hot shirtless guy. And we did get a shot of that in the next episode, so I just thought we'd mention it. And I I loved uh, when the guy asked her how the date was, she responded with a classic high-pitched, no, as in (laughs) next. And then we see them on a tailgate date. No, we see them on a tailgate date. I mean, they're drinking out of plastic cups. He was nervous as shit. He didn't seem like he could carry a conversation. I mean, there's really nothing to be said about that other than what I just did, yeah? Mm -hmm. He definitely should have arrived shirtless, which is what Garcelle said. All right, so Chinese New Year. Okay, so they're all, we see shots of a few of them getting ready, or most of, yeah, most of them getting ready. I did notice this is when Mikey was with Erica, and I was just like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's expensive to be her victims. Yeah, the tone deafness is, it's just palpable, really, isn't it? It really is. Crystal's getting ready. Her husband, Rob, walks in wearing slippers. She likes them. He doesn't know who they are. We find out they're McQueen. I'm like, oh, my God, rich people. Like, how do you not know that they're Alexander McQueen? Like, give me a break. Were they getting sponsored? Hashtag not sponsored? I I don't know. It was just odd, right? But Crystal's dress does look gorgeous. Gorgeous. I think the whole party was great. Her <sighs> dress was great. I think she did a really good job. You know, what they're saying is true. Bitch can throw a beautiful event. She, like, I'm yeah, talking. This is why she, it's her hobby. She's right up there with Kathy. That whole dinner must have cost a pretty penny. They yeah. they didn't even have handwritten place cards. They had, like, these whole things with, like, their names printed on them. Very professional. Yeah, and I loved all the, like, year of the animal, yes. I don't know, what were they, like, decorations oh. and, like, edible decorations. It was great. It was gorgeous. And how cute was her mum and her mum's boyfriend? So adorable. Yeah. So cute, so cute. Uh, Kathy arrives with some guy named Elliot and... Elliot Mintz. I was so here for his return. 
Yes, and I didn't realise, and thank you, production, for reminding us that, of course, he was there at the infamous Dorit and PK dinner where <laughs> Rina asked Dorit if people were doing coke in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, is he famous for anything else? I didn't Google I him. I think he's just like a socialite in LA. Like, well, I think I love him. I think I love him. I'm really, I really enjoy that we've been with these people for so long that we can have little callbacks like yes, this. Yes, I know. It's true. Like return of the featured extra. Yeah. <laughs> and I love when Kathy says um, that Elliot is funnier than anyone you've ever met, so he adds value to a party. It's like she's really thought it out. Who can I bring that will add value? She's so considerate. I mean... she's Yeah, she's like, I'm going to bring a plus one that is a hoot. Yeah. And she and he did bring value when there was that awkward silence later oh. and he had to ask. I didn't hear it. And she said, I'll fill you in later. I was I like, I love this. what she said. It's like, hello. Oh, he's so... That's hilarious. <laughs> and of course, he's so far removed from any of them that he can say things like that. It's so funny. I love being that person at a party when that shit happens. Uh-huh. Oh, adorbs. And um, where else? Oh, Rina's the year of the bunny. How, um, like, could that be any I, better? <laughs> another great callback. Oh, the flashy of the de-gifting bunny. Is that really, is that the right term, de-gifting? Hopefully it's right. You know, like I, I you know, re-gift, but, but she de-gift. De-gift, yeah. yeah. Anyway. I could watch that single tear coming down her face like every day. I know. It's so good. Now, what was – I could see that some of them brought gifts. I wanted to know what was in the Hermes gift bag that Kyle brought. Mm. She brings her an, a gift from Hermes. I'm such a poor person, honestly. What did you think of Dorit's Jessica Rabbit dress? Do you think she designed it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I wonder if it's a nectaria. I, I was too busy to look it up. I had other. Things. I think whatever she wears in the reunion is what she designed. Yes, they do say that at the end. In yeah, the so outros. I don't think she would have designed that one because then otherwise we would have heard about it. Yeah, she would have said. She would have said it to fucking everyone. Do you like my dress? I designed it. You're so right. Um. And then we get a little funny moment of Kathy when Kyle tells Elliot that it was superstitious to wear white because it's um, it means death. And Kathy's like, I thought you said deaf. Oh, I love that. <laughs> 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 oh, my God, that makes me laugh so much. Oh, she's so funny. Remember how when she said back in the day who was hunky-dory, I was like mm-hmm. she knew what she was doing? I swore up and down that she knew what she was doing and have since learned. No, she had no idea what she was saying. <laughs> She's on another planet. Oh, can I move to her fucking planet where it's normal oh. to flip a $50 million house? Oh, I just love her. This is when Garcelle takes Rinna to the side and tells her that she wants her to reach out to Denise. And, of course, Rinna gives Garcelle fake, fake. Oh, yes, when the time is right. And in confessional, she says, my relationships are my business. It's like, fuck you, Rinna. It's not happening. No, but she deserved that. I was really glad. Um, And then we got a comment from Fancy Drew who says she's like Tom Petty, she won't back down when it comes to, obviously, the questions with Erica. I was so happy about that. That was great. So happy. And um, they go sit down to eat and PK is seated next to Erica. Hilarious. PK is just 
a comedy goldmine all of a sudden. he's bringing it. I'm thinking for someone that's had no work during lockdown, I want to know what's going on in your life that you're just happy-go-lucky guy. But anyway. Well, yeah, I don't know. Apparently someone's cheating on someone. Did you say that blind item? Oh, yeah, but that's um, that was in relation to Pandora, wasn't it? There's another one. Oh, um, which about, I think, I think it, the it Pandora says, one's bullshit. She's pregnant, so of course someone's going to make up a rumour that her husband's cheating on her. Yeah. Well, it, there's another one just saying East Coast housewife, so it could be, you know, Salt Lake, it could be OC, it could be anyone. I think it's PK. East Coast? You mean West Coast? Oh, yeah, at West Coast, yeah. So a West Coast husband is cheating on his wife? Apparently. Mm. Did you also see the rumour that they're – Courting Holly Valance to come in next season. No. <gasps> oh, that would be amazing. Don't you reckon? Oh, that would be fucking everything. Because apparently she married a billionaire. She is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I hadn't heard of her from years, but that song "Kiss Kiss" was such a banger. I see her on the daily. All the time. I see her on the Daily Mail. And there's another she- one, Pia, someone or other. I think she was on the Home and Away. She's married to a gajillionaire now too. She's stunning, Pia, someone. I don't know her name. She's hot. Not Pia Miranda. No, no, no. She's not hot. Soz. What? I thought she was hot when she was on Survivor and she hadn't like shaved her upper lip in 40 days. That was fun. <laughs> Stop. Who was the other one on Survivor this season that did that? She was the surfer chick. Man, every yes. time we were watching it, Gerardo was like, I can't not look at her moustache. I'm like, Gerardo, it's pigmentation. I swear to you, it's pigmentation. And he's like, no, it's a moustache. I go, babe, it's pigmentation. She's probably had laser on her lip fuzz and sometimes it can backfire and make the pigmentation worse. Uh, but anyway, she had, had yeah. that and Gerardo could look at nothing else. It was so funny. <laughs> I'm thinking like, dude, like men can are not allowed to comment on fem- females' body hair and whether they should or should not remove it. <sighs> I miss Survivor. Are you watching the American one? No, Gerardo won't watch it with me. Has it started? Yeah, there's three episodes. It's quite fun. But anywho, where are we up to? Where are we up to? Okay, so PK was sitting next to her. Oh, so this is where Rob gets up and does a speech about true friends and that they don't disappear when the problems come. And to that, Erica, under her breath, says amen to that. (laughs) Honestly, it's like, bitch, when was the last time you were a true friend? Good point. Crystal says, when the animal comes, you feed it money because it brings prosperity. And that's when Kyle has a fucking heart attack. First of all, she says, what animal is coming? And then the music starts... Kyle has a fucking heart attack. Production shows us like a slow-mo flashy of it, and it was hilarious. I didn't care for it. I was like, calm down, Kyle. Like, no one else is reacting. Just just, shut the fuck up. Yeah, but I love when production makes fun of her. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, she always blames it on her anxiety. I have anxiety. That's not what makes – I don't know. I shouldn't – Oh, Kyle on a plane? There's nothing worse. Oh, honestly. Goodbye, Kyle. (laughs) I just had to. (laughs) Oh. And right now it's the only button on the soundboard I remember. Um, I love the dragons though. I'm fully into that shit. I love it. Love it. Love it. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Shady Production shows us a shot of Erica feeding the dragon money. I'm like, yeah, you might want to grab everyone else's coins, honey, and feed it. I'm surprised she didn't keep the money. <laughs> it's true. Okay, so Crystal starts telling them about the do's and don'ts um, of, of, you know, what's auspicious 
to do on Chinese New Year. Um, like you don't sweep, you don't take out the trash. And then, of course, Trashy Kyle turns around to Sutton and in front of everyone says Sutton, something like, Sutton, this isn't metaphorical like for you to sweep things under the rug. And I'm like, since when does Sutton sweep things under the rug? Kyle's the one that sweeps things under the rug. I know. And, like, whenever Sutton's tried to bring shit up, she gets shot down. A hundred percent. She gets berated and no one has her back. So, of course, Sutton takes this to, you know, what else can she do but address Erica at this point? Because when they first walked in, Erica ignored her. She tells Erica that she wants to find um, a way to start again, not to sweep things under the rug or to keep anything under the rug because she's a germaphobe. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that was funny. And she doesn't want to go into the new year with ill will. And then Erica nods kind of like, I don't know, sarcastically. Can you nod sarcastically? She did. She did. And then there was total silence. It was so awkward. <laughs> did you like that silence there? It was so uncomfortable, though. I know. It was. And I love Garcelle because Erica's like, why are we all quiet? And Garcelle was like, well, we're waiting for you. Like, what do you want to say yeah. back? And Erica, I've got nothing to say. It's like, bitch, quit the dramatics. I know. It's just like she hasn't killed your son. Yes, exactly. And um, in confessional, Erica just goes on with her bullshit and says her apology means nothing. It's like, oh, God, at least you're getting one. You don't deserve it, but you're getting one. Um, yeah. Erica does the whole, I said thank you. It's like you didn't say thank you. You nodded. I mean. Yeah, I know. <laughs> And that's um, when Dorit says her only line for the entire episode, she says, you just need a minute. And Erica snides derisively and says sort of yes. Uh, And that's when PK says she might need more than that. And that's when we got Sutton doing the why am I trying so hard with this woman that I played at the top of the episode, love. And they all kind of break the tension by saying we're going to go out to the bar. Uh, so dinner's basically over. I love that. Let's go to the bar and have dessert. It's like, well, what if I'm still eating? But anywho, um, <laughs> Sutton and Kyle go to the bathroom. Kathy talks to Erica. Uh, oh, but first PK says to Erica, that was epically uncomfortable. <laughs> love that. I, I also loved how in the bathroom there's just that big caution sign and the yes. caution tape. And I was like, this, <laughs> like they, they sneak that into the shot. I know, right? These camera, work, these oh. camera um, people are just really good at their job. These people need Emmys, goddammit. Um, Seriously. Oh, totally. And then, yeah, Kathy's talking to Erica and she says to Erica that she should be bold and go over to the other table and just listen. But on, sort of at the same time that that's happening – Kyle's in the bathroom with Sutton and Sutton just says that the only thing that bothered me was the way that Erica spoke to me at Kathy's house. And Kyle tells Sutton that she's right. Oh, two-faced bitch. I can't. I know, right? Goodbye, Kyle. (laughs) I have to stop doing it. But you're right. It's so uh, applicable so often. How can one help it? My thought was, let's see what Kyle tells Erica. I bet she says the exact same thing. Um, Mm -hmm. All right. So at this point, all of the ladies are together. Sutton tells Erica that she was judgy of Erica the first time. Erica seems to be open to receiving information calmly. Rina's fucking clapping at them. I mean, fuck off, Rina. I mean, I know I love a clap, but not from you today. 
And then Erica's like, I thought we were friends. I needed you to have more faith. Sutton wants a one on, would love a one-on-one with her. Erica says she needs a minute. And we get the producer with Sutton in a confessional and the producer says, you haven't needed a roller in a while. And we get the flashy of her using her face roller. So much growth. Oh, we love the roller, Sutton. She even says, I love that roller. And I'm thinking like, bitch, we love it too. Um, And then that's the episode. Yeah, and we get the taglines, which are in a new format. Yes. Oh, the, the outro thingies? Is that what you mean? Yeah. So, oh, sorry, yeah, not yeah. the taglines. Do you want me to read? Yeah, they were in a new format. You're so right. I, I just wish I just wish we got one for Kathy. I oh, I was waiting. Of, I was waiting. I know. The, uh, the, only, the only interesting um, outros for me were, one, PK's still naming fucking dresses. Oh, my Let God. Let it go, PK. <laughs> oh, my God. He's and got nothing else to do. the second one. Um, that I enjoyed was was Erica's how it hinted at the end that her circle of friends has gotten smaller, and yes. I think that's obviously referring to Kyle. So I really can't wait. Yeah, me for too. Erica to turn her rage towards Kyle. I would enjoy watching that. I know. And then at the end of that, they all cheers in Chinese, which I don't know how to do that. So cheers. That's it. That's cheers. the season. I cannot wait for next season. Apparently, they're starting to film at the end of this month. Fantastic. They're going to go straight like, from reunion to filming. I'm so I'm, excited. I'm never really that hyped for reunions, but this reunion trailer oh. really got me good. Oh. And it's like, you know what, Erica, you got away with not going on Watch What Happens Live all yes. season, not having to do interviews. Yes. You're, you're self-congratulating yourself, but yeah. like, yeah, you're going to have to face up now. You're right. She's done no interviews in Inc. Watch What Happens Live all season. No. I mean, they're she's, saving she's it. They're by. They're saving it for sure. It's oh, fantastic. I cannot well, I wait. hope it's fantastic. You know what? More than do, I know they would never do this, but I would rather sit there and watch four hours of this reunion than have to wait every week for another episode. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, no. I can't wait. I, just, I can't wait. And it's such a like interesting counterpoint to Roni where we're like, ah, oh, no reunion. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. So do you want to do Salt Lake or Potomac first? And uh, how do you want to do them? Do you want to do how we did it last week? Just talk about the bits we want, basically. Pretty much. With with Potomac, I just want to talk about the salad tossing. And with yes. Salt Lake, I really only really want to talk about the new girl. Yes. I'm liking and the I new also, girl. I also wrote down the Melbourne taglines in case you want to quickly whip around them. Yes, I do. Well, do you, do you want to save that for the end? Sure. Okay, cool. All right. Well, then let's just do Potomac. Yeah. All right. So Potomac, um, episode 10 of season six, GVO or GTFO. I like that title. I like the title. I didn't like how Wendy said GVO a million times. Yeah, I didn't like it either. I didn't like it either. Especially because she didn't enforce the rule. She said it's good vibes only and then (laughs) she didn't enforce that. She didn't enforce the rule. With bad vibes. Candace, motherfucking Candace. What does uh, what does Mia call her? She calls her Candy Ass instead of Candace. <laughs> I think I'm going to start calling her Candy Ass because I cannot with this woman. She's not she a woman. Is She's a fucking brat. Okay. Horrible. She's learned nothing. Nothing. She's disgusting. She started throwing the salad first. Yes. And she's going to act like she's the victim in that, just like she did last season. And I did love the fact that Karen was standing on the side uh, with Mia 
Did you notice that? When Mia and Candice were going off. I mean, Candice is a fucking bitch. And you know what? Her her charcuterie board this episode was barely a step up from last season. Barely. Barely. I just hate her so much. Like, I not only want her to be fired, I want her to be fired into the sun. Yes. Because I I can't stand her. I'm going to say something that I probably should not say out loud, but I I don't know, don't even know the right way to phrase it, but I want someone to cancel her. I just want her to be cancelled. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, cancel the shit out of her. Oh, cannot with this fucking woman. She It's just like ugh. she she learned nothing. Nothing. From being beaten last season. And like yeah, you threw this. You threw letters at her. You you know now about the mum, right? Like yeah. last last episode, she could have been like, "Oh, I, I just got reacted, said your mama something or other." But Did I'm someone like, now tell you're her? Going in too hard. But someone, no one actually told her. I think she knows. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. You're right. Oh. And it's just like you need to stop talking about her feet, Ashley's forehead. Who cares what just, size her feet are? She if she okay, she's a tall woman. If she had small feet, she wouldn't be able to walk properly. I had a friend who was tall with small feet. When you watch that woman run, you would fall off your chair <laughs> laughing. It was so bizarro. So what? She's got bigger feet. I don't get she's why that's She's got big old thing. clown feet. Who cares? She's a tall goddess of a woman. No supermodel has teeny tiny feet. Candace is a moron. Honestly. Oh, she really is. Who picks a fight with someone who is twice their size? Uh-huh. I mean, Mia was and- right when she said she's just a spoiled brat. That's exactly what Candace is, a spoiled fucking brat. And she gets all like, oh, don't get in my face. And I'm like, you you started this. She you got in everything. her face. She starts everything. And the fucking comments that she made, I don't know how Mia was able to sit in that room with a straight face. Like the shit she was saying to her. I mean, she says to Mia that Mia was found on the curb by a pimp. <sighs> She told it's Mia that funny. her mother's a broke bitch like three times. And then she's like, when Mia's walking down the stairs when she leaves the room and she does another again, your mother's a broke bitch, she says, get your dollars on the way down, bitch. It's like, Candace, who are you calling a bitch? I know. And I think I think Mia did say something like, oh, these girls are broke bitches or something she on the did. phone. But, like, who cares? And, the, and then Candace is all like, you, you need to go to therapy because all you do is talk about how much money you have. It's like, no, while you're being rude, nasty, mean, while she's being all that, Mia's turning around and basically saying, you're insignificant. You're a broke-ass bitch. You, you don't orbit my world. So fuck off. And I don't hate that. Like, you're a housewife, no. so you should probably be flaunting your wealth and, like, making fun of someone for having a parking lot film clip. Like, you know, like that is kind of on brand. I did love how Mia said, I'm just talking about business. It was shady. But that's the difference. Mia's being shady. Candace uh is being cruel. Yeah, because Mia can't control her mother's past. She can't control her feet size. Like, like, but Candace can control whether or not she's a C-U-N-T. And she's, she's being a C-U-N-T. She's totally being it. Can I just say but it? I should put that on the soundboard. Do it. <laughs> I'll, put this, I'll put the cunts on Teresa. the soundboard. Yeah. I'll find that. Um, I mean, their fighting was pretty loud because that's pretty much we're talking about the end of the episode. Just before mm-hmm. that, how wasted was G? 
He was my rose for this episode when he, he said <laughs> when he saw Tesla and he said, "Who the fuck is that?" I was like, and then so next minute he he says to her, "Oh hi, how?" Like he he, he greets her and says, "I heard so much about you." <laughs> that was everything. I know that was my rose too. I love that. Yeah, I thought that was so great. Oh, it's so funny. I oh. And and the other rose from G was when he was just with the guys and then he goes to bend down and pick something up off, off the floor and has to, like, steady himself because he's so uh-huh. 68. I thought, oh, my God, the old man's going to break his hip. Oh, that was, was so funny. He was great. Look, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed him. I, I enjoyed every bit of it. I enjoyed Wendy getting Candace to pick the room last. Oh. I, I loved that. Because, you know, room assignments are all are a staple of these shows. I thought that I like the room assignments were anyone. Sorry. I thought the room assignments were go find a room, but apparently it was a go and look at the rooms and then I'll tell you which one you're not getting. I liked that. I thought that was <laughs> Here's what you're not having. I loved it. And I loved how Wendy gave all the women that were in the cottage the chance to pick their rooms first. I'm like, good for you, Wendy. Fuck the other ones. I know. I just I missed Giselle. I didn't miss Robin, but I missed Giselle. This I mean, episode. the only bit of Robin we basically got was the shot of her cutting her kids' toenails. I did not need to fucking see that. That's gross. I didn't need to see that. Well, that makes my stomach turn. I don't. I have been with my partner for twenty three years. He has never seen me do that, and he never will. <laughs> that I'm sorry. That is alone time business. We don't need to talk about it. No, ma'am. Yuck. Fuck and also, off. he's like fifty. 15. He's, he's capable to do it himself. Yeah. I never thought of it like that. Oh, that's that's even worse. He's sorry. like, it's the mother's love. And I was like, yeah, but he's not three. He, he can cut it. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't even say the words. I'm going to skeeve. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't have mentioned it. I'm sickened by it. And yet I brought it up. Um, well, it's a thorn. It was definitely my thorn. Yeah. I don't, we don't need Robin. We. Nah, I mean, we just, we don't need her. Why is she here? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, Consistency. Yeah, I guess. Um, but we do see that next time that Robin and Giselle do come and they get the room that looks like it's from fucking Flowers in the Attic. <laughs> like, yeah. They get the shit. Well, of course they get the shit room. They arrived last. Fuck off. Yeah. They Fair get, enough. They get the single beds. I'm I'm sure they would have preferred to stay in a cottage. To be honest, so would I. Well, why are they booking places with so many shit rooms? And why are they <laughs> booking places? Place everywhere is nice. Like even um, Wendy says just before room assignments, she's or at some point in the episode, she says there's seven rooms, so some people are going to have to share. It's like, well, why don't you get a ha- house where people don't have to share a room? Yeah. Uh, get a house where there are enough, you know, double beds so that people don't have to sleep in a kitty bed. See, we didn't have this at the Grand El Mar because Kathy got everyone a nice room. A hundred percent. Coins, man. I want Mia to, th- to throw a, a an event or a, a weekend away and rub in their faces the kind of place she gets them. Totally. Or maybe just have one less room and tell Giselle and Robin that they have to sleep in the car. <laughs> Yeah, and you can't use the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, next time, G is so drunk, he leers at Ashley with his tongue out. That is gross. Yes. 
I think we got the good side of his drunkenness this episode. Yes. And it's going to turn. But Ashley, and we're going to have a different opinion. But Ashley did look good because she looked so good that when she um, went to Karen's house because they were going – they were going to Chesapeake together because Ray was coming the next day. Ray was making comments about how good Ashley looked. And then he was like making sounds like, you know, as in deliciousness sounds towards Ashley. So, Do you know, what? I'm all for it. That woman has been through it the past couple of years. It's yep. a pregnancy and a turned butthole and yep. her husband cheating on her and saying that he's not attracted to her. Yeah. Let her feel her oats. I'm glad someone's appreciating her. Like, yes, it's disgusting to yes, leer at her and yes, make the, those comments about her. Yeah, but, but it's the two senior citizens leering at her. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I'm a woman. There are nice compliments and then there are compliments when you're like, you could have kept that. And if a senior citizen yeah. is, is, is making sounds and comments as if they want to touch my physical person, it doesn't make yeah, I, me feel good. I didn't mean it like that. I'm, I'm more meant I'm happy for Ashley. I'm happy for Ashley too, but this is the direction that the goodwill's coming from. It's not okay. Yeah, I didn't mean it like in a oh. me too kind of a way. I'm sorry. I mean, she's already married to a grandpa. She doesn't need another one telling her how fine she looks. Fuck. <laughs> Speaking of said grandpa, I was very upset and disappointed when we found out that Michael was not coming to the trip. Because yeah. how awesome would drunk Michael and drunk G be together? They would be amazing TV. Amazing. And, and Chris in the mix as well. Oh, I really wanted Michael to come on that trip. Well, I miss having and, Michael and on the show. Michael and Juan, I need, I need Michael, resolution on Juan where Juan and G would have been amazing. They would have pissed everyone off and I would have been here for it. Oh, love. Love. Sadly, not to happen. Um, and look, Michael and G definitely would have gotten along because they both love the strip club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much that episode. Is there anything else? I mean, it was all about the no. salad tossing, really, wasn't it? Yeah, totally. And, and Candace being a See You Next Tuesday and G mm. being awesome. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Yep. Salt Lake Friendship Roulette. We get introduced to someone who I believe is a friend of. Is that right? Is she a friend of? Yes. So she's she's coming in as a friend of, mm. but which is I think episode three or whatever. It's a it's an odd time to bring in a friend of. But yeah. I don't know. She seemed to have popped straight away for me, and I'm like, is yes. it counteracting maybe Jenny not popping off like they thought she might? Maybe. Yeah. So her name's Angie, and she's I like Angie. I think she's great. She's, At first, I was like, oh, who's this skinny blonde bitch saying yes. she eats fast food? Like, that's a personality trait. Yeah. But by the <laughs> end of the episode, I was like, she's got all the hallmarks of a great character. Yeah. I mean, we definitely don't need to see any more of the other ones, Sarah Jane. Uh, yeah, I've already forgotten about that. Exactly. Bit. The episode Friendship Roulette, I like the title, referring to the casino night we're going to have. It opens where, from the To Be Continued, so I thought I'd mention it. We're back at, we come back to the ice fishing. On the lake, yeah. And Lisa is begging Meredith to talk to Jen. What is her damage? Lisa is so annoying. I'm Lisa. Talk to me. Sorry, I'll cut that out. I just No, I that was a really good impression. I can't handle her and the way she speaks. In my opinion, Lisa is probably the prettiest housewife. She's gorgeous. 
But when mm. that bitch opens her mouth, I'm like, shut it up. Maybe G should come to Salt Lake City and tell her to shut the fuck up. And like at the end of the episode, she's like, I am so upset right now. And I'm like, oh. Tony, don't tell me. She keeps yeah. telling me what she's feeling. <laughs> Fucking live. Uh, one of the things I did love that came out of Lisa's mouth was when she was begging Meredith to go and talk to Jen. She was trying to show Meredith that she understood how hurtful Jen's comments were towards Brooks. And she does that by sharing something. She says that when her son was three, someone at a convenience store said that he had a big hair. Oh, my God, I know. What the fuck? What the fuck? I mean, yeah, saying that your child has a larger head, sure, that can be comparable to homophobic slurs, sure. It's the same. Oh, my God. Like your kid's got a big head and it still hurts her to this day. I mean, (laughs) that is a housewife. I mean, as much as Lisa annoys me, that is such a housewife thing to say. I love during that fight on the ice. Heather just watching and commenting oh and when god. she said she's not going to the weak part yes. of the ice because she lied about her yes. body weight. Yes! Oh my god, that uh, was so funny. I love she it. Ah, uh, hoot. Just, this is why we loved Heather last season. I'm just, and even you're right, Whitney's coming out with the funnies. The Heathers are the oh best. The Heathers Whitney are my favourite. Whitney Rose was one of my roses this episode Me when too. she said she had a PhD in Lisa oh. and she was just owning Lisa so so hard. I, I love that. Me too. And one of the things she said at the beginning of the episode is she, she was referring to Lisa and said, does this chick even have ears? Oh, my God, I've never actually seen Lisa's ears because she's always got her hair right in front of them. I'm like, You're maybe right. she doesn't have ears. I want to see them. I need That's to see funny. those. I need to see them. So, I mean, look, they sort of make up. They basically just squash it for now pretty much, right? I swear Meredith keeps saying Brooks is a different age. <laughs> she, oh, she's she? like he's a 20 year old boy and then one minute he's a 21 year old boy and then one minute he's a 19 year old boy I know. I know why we're confused because <laughs> I, I don't think she knows how old he is probably not oh I don't know <laughs> Sorry, that's funny. So the next scene, Lisa, this is when we meet her friends, Sarah Jane and Angie. I mean, at first I'm like, why are we watching these women talk about KFC and Chick-fil-A? I'd have never... I had not. I was so confused. We don't even get a Chick-fil-A here. I don't even know what Chick-fil-A is. Is it just well, like another KFC? So Chick-fil-A is the homophobic one. So it's, it's owned by... What? Um, yeah. So wait, it, wait, wait. I wait. Know that it's, what? <laughs> <laughs> that was well done. Uh, I know there's been a boycott of Chick-fil-A for like 10 years or so because the owner is homophobic, financially supports politicians who <gasps> are outwardly homophobic. That Fuck kind off, of Chick-fil-A. We don't want you in our country. You can stay. Not that Colonel Sanders is any better. But with, with the Chick-fil-A, I'm confused because she's saying that they go to eat Chick-fil-A, but I was like, but you have a trans child. And so I was like, there's a disconnect there for me. That's, that's yeah. the one thing. I'm like, oh, Angie, I, I know, like, they're being super supportive of the trans kid. I think they're being great parents. They yep. left their religion to support the kid. Yep. I'm all for that. But I was like, why are you still eating at Chick-fil-A? Does she not know? Maybe she well, doesn't maybe, know. I, I, think, I think it's widely publicised. Oh, yeah. Angie's, but I don't know. I do like that Angie's got the trans kid. I think that's, you, you know. I think you need to tweet Angie and... And tell her not to. No, yeah, I'm okay. serious. Tell Angie not to eat at the Chick Fil A and why. I reckon she'll stop. 
Well, I probably need stuff. to do my own research because I don't know too much. I reckon much, you're but... right. Yeah, do a little do a little like mini deep dive and then tweet sure. Angie and tell her to stop going to the Chick-fil-A and then tell her to tell Lisa to stop going to Chick-fil-A for the same reason and see if Lisa does it. That's what I want to know. You should tweet them both. You mean Meredith? No, Lisa, because Lisa's supposed to be some supportive fucking friend. Oh, but that's she's, right. But she's not. I was like, did the owner of Chick-fil-A um, come out against kids with big heads? Uh, pff, who knows? <laughs> um, okay, so Angie's hosting a, a charity event for the LGBTQI community. The charity's called In Circle, and they support trans kids, and they have a trans kid. And that's when Angie tells Lisa that she's inviting the Heathers, and then we find out that she's related to Whitney and Lisa in confessional says something about she doesn't want to deal with the polygamy inbred cousins. I don't know if I'd be saying that about your mates. Well, don't insult like because I assume everyone's a bit polygamous there. Well, even um, <laughs> even Whitney says that we're all we're all related because we all came from Brigham Young security guard. Exactly, we all came from the same sect of people who settled in Salt Lake, so we're all kind of related if we all go back that far. Ew. Um, I don't know. It's really interesting how this this Lisa yeah. is so rattled by the fact that Angie's related to her nemesis Whitney, and. I, I think Lisa did want Angie to deny it. I think yeah. there were things going on in the background where Lisa's trying to, like, destabilise that relationship with Whitney. And it's just like, well, you know what? They're cousins. Get fucked. I know. I know. I don't know why Lisa is so bothered by Angie being friends with Whitney and then in the same breath not understanding how Meredith might be bothered that she's friends with Jen Shaw. Like, Great hypo- point. Hypocrite much? So obvious. Yep. Um, there's another next scene with Mary and nothing happens really, except... Oh, I'm sick of her with her fucking son. I'm sorry, she creeps me out <laughs> the way she talks to her son and just the way she acts as a human being. I don't think she's human. I don't understand this Mary. I would feel more comfortable if she wasn't on the TV. I'm sorry, I know yeah. I was there for her to be there for a while because it was kooky and interesting, but now I'm just getting this, I, I'm skeeved out like she's cutting the kid's toenail. She's a bit odd, hey. Like, she's an odd duck. Even the way that she talks, even in her confessionals, I'm like, bitch, where are you? Because you're not all here. I don't know where she is. I don't know. But the only thing I liked about this scene was at the beginning she was at the kitchen sink and she's got some chemical in her hand and she says the words, I smell like bleach. Who the fuck puts bleach in? No, I don't. You wouldn't even have bleach in your kitchen, let alone putting it on the kitchen sink. Like you're going to kill someone. <laughs> like it's like every time this woman is in a scene in the kitchen, you're like, you never go in this room. Why are we filming scenes of you in the kitchen? You do not know what you're doing. Step away from the kitchen. No wonder uh-huh. her husband doesn't live in the house. Uh, or, or the state or half the, the time. I know. Well, would you? Nope. She was funny when she climbed the banister at the party. Oh, that was heaps funny. That was heaps funny. Um, Other than that, I was like, Mary, ugh. Now, she is talking about the Jen Shaw tweeting, and I do want to mention it because I'm not proud of myself, but the tweet from Jen was funny. It was was really funny. So there's a little picture of a – old dude with his supposed grandchild and the caption how it started and then a picture of Mary and her her husband, her grandpa husband, I don't know what the word is, 
and it says how it's going now. And I'm like, how did that thing only get 1,875 likes? Because that was funny. Sorry, it was. was. Anyway, that's all I wanted to talk about with that. And, yes, you're right. We find out that Whitney and Angie are related. They have the same great, great, great grandfather. And the fucker's name was Shadrach Roundy. I mean, that just sounds like an alias. Like, what what did you do in your life that you had to change your name to Shadrach Roundy? Yeah, that's, the, that's a fake The purpose. name's just weird. It's, it must be like some Old Testament name or something. That's fucking yeah, bizarro. Probably. Bizarre. Anyway, and so apparently Lisa asked Angie not to acknowledge Whitney as her cousin. And then we find out that Angie got a weird message from her caterer five hours after her little get-together with Lisa and that other friend, Sarah Jane, five hours, and the t- they, she got a text message, and the text message says that we spoke to our staff and this doesn't seem like the right event for us. We've been asked to host events at the restaurant by Lisa's assistant, so that's the direction we need to go in. I'm sorry, we can't do your event. Who fucking does that? Lisa, I believe it. She sabotaged the event. Well, okay. So I watched this episode a little late, and so I watched it after it aired, and I was on the page six, you know, as I do, doing my homeworks. And the manager of that restaurant who was supposed to do the catering, they told page six that Lisa had nothing to do with it, But then on the other hand, they said they had previous conversations to film with other housewives at their restaurant. So basically, Lisa's assistant got on the phone with these people and said, because it's like a new restaurant opening, and said, um, we'll do a scene with Lisa on the show in your restaurant. So do that event because we're not going to have you on the show twice. So that's why they've backed out of doing this catering because they wanted their actual venue showcased on the show. Watch it happen later this season or next season, Lisa doing something at this restaurant. And watch it be a bullshit scene and they'll fucking regret it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I saw something being like, oh, we did a we did a thing last season and uh-huh. we didn't get any branding. And I'm like, well, what, what branding are you really going to get out of catering events? Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe that's why they decided to back out of it because they want to be what they want there. Because it's, it's something like they have a new restaurant. I'm like, oh, you want your restaurant, sh- like the establishing shot of your restaurant, you want that on the show. Yeah, I don't know. But like, I think they could just be saying that because also, don't you want the work? Yeah. Like, here's, here's an event. You've agreed to it. You'll be getting paid Do for it. Do the event and get, get paid. Oh, who knows? It's just fucking sus. But, but even if. Even if there's no drama attached to it at all, this is why Angie's great because yes. she, she's bringing up, oh, you sabotaged my event at the event. I know. So good. I'm here for her. She can stay. Maybe, you know, we can swap her out with some other people. I like her. And she stood her ground. She didn't back down. She didn't do the, oh, I misunderstood. Like, they went at it. I didn't like her husband just perching himself on the couch next to her. <laughs> um, I didn't mind it because because of the nature of the event, because it's an event to support trans kids. I mean, you saw him when they all rocked up and he did a speech. He starts choking yeah. up when he's 
he's sharing about his trans child. Like he gets got really choked up. So I think maybe for him, he he was personally hurt and therefore wanted to. I could understand him sitting next to his wife in that. Sense. I get I get it, but he, the way he was just perched oh, on okay. the couch, and he, you can see he had his phone <laughs> open, like he was like had receipts ready to go. Like, no, it's not your I didn't <laughs> notice that. Oh, okay, yeah, dude, yeah, no. I mean, I get it. In the land of housewives, he shouldn't have been there. I just thought he's a bit new to it, so doesn't know. He had He'll receipts. Learn. Okay, I love that. I think he had receipts. We didn't see it, but he had the phone ready. Oh, I see. So I have a confession to make. Once they're all at the casino night, which was supposed to be a 70s-themed casino night, but it was not exactly 70s-themed. But anyway, okay, my confession is I thought Sharif looked hot. Oh, okay. I thought he looked like, you know, yeah, I thought he looked really hot. I was like, oh, you look kind of hot, dude. And I thought it more than once. I'm sorry. He's too good for Jen. Oh, well, yeah. He needs to divorce her ass too sweet. Don't you think? Yeah. Because yeah, if, totally, totally. if he had anything to do with the Jen Shaw stuff, he would have been pulled into it already. There would have been charges filed against him. So the fact that there's no charges filed against Sharif at this stage means they're not looking – they've looked at him and they've given him the all clear. Well, it's because he never spent enough time with Jen to actually be a part of the scheme. Thank God. I really yeah. hope he's not spending his hard-earned dollars on her defence because, yeah. I mean, she's she's definitely going to jail, definitely. Oh, she guilty. She'll be she getting guilty. at least 10 to 15 years, I reckon. Whoa. There are other people. Okay, so there are other people who were already charged before her, right? They've done plea deals, and by pleading, they have obviously given her up these are people that have their plea agreement was for 20 years. They agreed to 20 years in jail. They agreed to 15 years in jail. That was their deal. That was as good as they could get. And by turning evidence against Jen, that's how they secured these deals. So if they're getting 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, of course she's going to get something like that. Mm. So mm. She, bitch is going to jail for a long time. Clink, clink. She's not getting out of it. Like, I know that her lawyers are trying to get this to go. They're she's trying got to... Kim Kardashian on the legal team. Of course she's going to jail. <laughs> like, they're trying to make it a civil case by saying that it was bad business practice. But, I mean, honey, like, the jig is up. The fucking FBI came to arrest you. It wasn't local police. This isn't <laughs> a civil case. Oh, Cannot she's, wait. she's a criminal, but God, she made me laugh when she was in the middle of that fight and didn't know what they were fighting about. Oh my she was like, I'm just glad it's not about me. And then, and then she was like, when I'm fighting, you know what it's about? And she lists them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, what did she say? She said something like, um, Tried to drown you. And then we get shots of it. Yes, that's right. Talking about your marriage. Oh, so funny. She can be funny. She tries a bit too hard, but when it lands, it fucking lands. Oh, yeah. So funny. I mean, basically, that's it. It's the whole episode is pretty much Angie saying to Lisa, like, this is what happened. The caterers backed out of my event. And it's everyone that's involved with me agrees that it's because of you. And then... And then Lisa just having a meltdown about it. And she's like, now you're cousins with Whitney? And I'm like, well, they were always cousins. Like, yeah, exactly. Even if they just found out about it, it's not like they just became cousins. I know. And then Lisa's doing the whole, like, 
why would you tell someone that doesn't like me? Read text messages to them. And that's when Whitney walks in, just as her name's being mentioned, and Lisa's like, Whitney, why are you here? And I'm thinking, ah, because production told her to walk in the room, you dumbass. And also, she's getting talked about. She's not an idiot. Exactly. And then Lisa's like, this is so hurtful. Why are we doing this? I just want John. It's I'm like, so upset. And then that's when Whitney does the whole, I have a PhD in Lisa, when she's screaming, it's because she's being challenged. When she cries, it's because she doesn't want to deal with it. And when she walks away, it's because she's guilty and she's been caught red-handed. And that's when fucking Lisa leaves. Oh, my God, that was so funny. She got totally owned by Whitney in that. Oh, Whitney is coming to her own this season, and you are right. She, Whitney Rose is my fucking Rose of the episode. Seriously. I love it. Love it. Sorry, I'm just so excited. Next week, I'm looking forward to Jen and Brooke sitting down. Yes. That's what I want to see. I want the confrontation to be between them and not with Meredith. Yes, I'm glad Meredith's not there, and I want Brooks to stand up for himself. Oh, totally. And I hope he does, because when someone tries to take control away from you, the only thing that really makes you feel better is when you take control back and basically put them in their place. So I hope he does that. I hope he doesn't fall for her bullshit. I want to see a story. I hope they don't end with a pinky promise. No. Like with Mary. No. I want to I see a Brooke storming off. That's what I want to see. Yeah. The men get together. That can always go down badly, so I'm here for that. And yeah. then Whitney and Lisa get together. And I hope – I want another storm off there. I want Whitney to put her in a place and storm off. I honestly don't remember why Lisa hates Whitney so much. Uh, it all came out in the reunion. From the end of the season to reunion, Lisa got her arced back up over Whitney and Heather. Maybe I'll need to go back and, and have a little look-see. I but, might, yeah, because you know all throughout season one I couldn't tell Meredith and Lisa apart. No. I, re- I really don't know where it came from. Yeah, no, I think I'm with you. I think I'm with you on that. I kind of forgotten. Maybe it was nothing. Lisa made something out of nothing. Well. And that's the thing, Lisa, if you're going to carry it over into a new season and have a nemesis, then we need to know why. You need to make it obvious why. Like, what did they do? Yeah, I mean. Like, even if it's a shit reason, like Panty Gate or Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy, or, like, at or, least we know about it. Or the or a fake, uh, you wish death on my husband. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's, too funny. Even if it's the weakest excuse, I just need it to be known. Yeah, no one's bringing it up. Maybe we maybe we missed something crucial. Maybe it's our fault, but I doubt it. <laughs> well, it, it, it might be. I thought the builder was a butler, so yeah. I can read into things that aren't there. <laughs> well, it's Kathy. You never know what's going to happen when Kathy's around, right? True. So that's it. That's that's this week on Do Bravo, my love. Want to talk about the Melbourne tagline yes. that's been released because yes. Melbourne's starting yes. in a couple yes. of days. And we I'm so love hyped it. For it. So Melbourne hasn't been on for a couple of years, but when it was on, and I even back then was watching every single Housewife episode I could probably watch. Melbourne mm-hmm. was my favorite. Oh, totally. Like that last totally. season Melbourne's of Melbourne what really got me into the Housewives in general. Really. I love that. Yeah. I love it. But, I mean, Gina Liano is not coming back, and she really was the fan favourite. So She was the star. Oh, she but was. I think Janet yeah. was always up there with Gina. She was like she Gina's was. rival. She was. But I think she, she can anchor this new season, hopefully. I hope so. So, yeah, tell, share, share the taglines. Shine, okay, shine, shine. So <laughs> Janet is, I don't like trouble unless I've caused it. Meh. Nah. 
Oh, I thought it was fun. It was fine. Gamble, oh, another returnee. Love she Gamble. Says, I'm no fool, but I don't mind acting like one. Yes, Gamble, bring it. She does oh, act a fool. She's I great. love Gamble. She's seriously, she's so ditzy, but so lovable. And then Jackie, our other returnee. Shine, this shine, one shine. I thought was pretty shit. Yeah. She says, watch out world, because I'm shining brighter than ever. Uh, she should just mm. say shine, shine, shine. Just leave it at that. Every, every season. Every just season. Shine, shine, shine. Okay, then we've got the new girl. So there's Anjali. Okay. I believe that is how it's pronounced. I don't know. Sounds she like says, Angina. Maybe it's Angina. <laughs> so Angina, her tagline is, fake news I can handle. Fake people, not in this life. Not so, in this life? Okay. I'm thinking maybe she's had like a past life or something. That might be her storyline. Ooh. Who was, the, who was the housewife that was a little boy on the Titanic? Was that Erica? Not the Titanic, yes. but she was a little boy on a ship. That was stuff. Erica. Yes, you are so <laughs> correct. Yeah. Uh, so maybe we've got that again. Maybe. Um, and then we have Cherry. Life is a journey, not a competition. Mm. Eh. So That's boring. Is that all of it? There's two more. Oh, okay. So Continue, eh? Kyla, diamonds aren't a girl's best friend. Champagne is. <laughs> okay. Okay. Really? And then Simone. <laughs> um, I like this one. So it's keep your standards high and your stilettos higher. Oh, okay. I love that. That's like one of the like classic yeah, things you can go I, to. I don't Just mind that. Pun. I'm, I'm going to see a pretty, pretty girl with pretty, pretty clothes. I'm here for that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a bit concerned about Kyla with the with the champagne. I think yeah. she has a champagne business, maybe. Oh, I see. That's fine then. She might be the champagne mogul of Melbourne. Oh, okay. So one of the things that I did read, and I don't know how true it is, apparently Janet gave an interview and said, now I don't know if it's because she doesn't like the new girls, we'll see, but she referred to the new girls as actors and that apparently <gasps> one of them was yelling cut when they were filming. And also, whichever one of them it was, they don't make it to the end of the season, that they quit. Fantastic. And she says something to the effect of, I can't remember it, I only read the article once and I didn't write notes, um, something like one of the girls didn't make it because she couldn't keep up fashion-wise or something like that, i.e. she doesn't really have the money to be able to bring it. I don't, ah. I'm, I'm, I don't remember the exact wording, which is why I'm sounding a little confrazer, but... You know what it's like when new girls come in, that you don't get along with them. So she could be making shit up, but Janet tends to say the thing about the person that everyone in town knows and no one's got the balls to say. So yeah. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if these are the rumors around town or whatever, but yeah, apparently one of the women doesn't make it all the way through. Oh, that's interesting. And if, I might if, just say to our to our listeners, yeah. If you let us know if you guys are going to watch Melbourne because we're sort of tossing up or not whether we how much we talk about it on the pod. So if you guys are watching it, like reach out to us at Effing Bravo on Twitter and Instagram and let us know if you're watching and if you're interested and keen for this new season of um, Melbourne, because I'd be interested to know if our US listeners even can access it. I'm yeah, not sure. I know that they get it, but I don't know when they get it, like if they get it when we do or if they get it later. Do yeah, you know let I mean? us know, guys. Yeah. Reach out. Preferably I mean, in the form of a five-star review. <laughs> Answer <laughs> that would our be lovely. via review. Oh, Nathan, it's been wunderbar, but, you know, girl's got a pee, so it. I've got to go. <laughs> All right, bye. All right, bye.